Hey guys, welcome to the Fundamental Show, where we discuss the fundamentals behind finding fulfillment. My name is Wally Addis-Moy, and I'm here today with none other than Rob Lipset, my guest for today. Rob, thank you very much What's for coming on, mate. Amazing. Thank you so much. This no, is actually thank the, you the very first, much. Uh, first podcast I've done in London, so yeah. It's no, honor, thank man. you. Thank, thank you, you very yeah. much. Rob, who are you? Tell them, tell them, tell the audience, tell the listeners, tell the viewers who you are, what you're about, what you've achieved. You know, you're on a YouTube phenomenal in my eyes, but what do you do? Tell them. It's a tough one to answer. I'm like, you know, what do I do? I do a lot of different things, but I guess, you know, I'm an author. I'm a fitness entrepreneur. I run an events agency as well, a YouTube channel, like you mentioned, and, you know, do a lot of bits and bobs um, and, you know, stuff like this, you know, a lot of collabs, podcasts, YouTube, everything. So it's hard to say one thing, but I guess I'm an, an online fitness guy. Yeah, you're, I don't you're know. an online fitness yeah, guru. Yeah, yeah, I hate that word guru. <laughs> guru. It's like you're saying you're, an, you're the, the god or an expert of it. I know, online fitness bloke. No. But, uh, so yeah, that's what I do. Uh, and um, yeah, no, I'm loving what I'm doing. So yeah, thanks for having me it's on. It's amazing. No, so it's a true honor to have you on uh, the show um, because one of the things we try to discuss with people from all walks of background is uh, where you find fulfillment in what you do. So, um, you know, you, you've you mentioned to us all the things that you're doing at the moment, um, but what really gives Rob fulfillment in what you're doing yeah. from a day-to-day basis? So basically how I started out was, you know, I was in college and I was always the worst in the year in school, like statistically bottom of the year. Like I couldn't believe I even got into college. And then when I got in, I hated it. I was so bad. I failed first year of college twice. So I I failed first year. And then I had to repeat the year. And I was like, I'm looking like Billy Madison up in this (laughs) bitch. I'm like, I swear to God, I'm growing a beard and all these kids are half my age. So I'm like, I got to get out of here. I'm wasting everyone's time. You know, I'm not passionate about this course that I'm doing. And I'm not anti-college. I'm just anti-doing stuff that you hate doing because you're never yeah. you're just going to be a burden to everyone around you so i dropped out and i was like pretty lost i was like playing video games lying in lying in until 2 p.m every day and i was like rob you know you need to pull it together i was about 21 at the time and then i was like okay what do you really like doing and i was like oh, fitness strength and conditioning the mm. only consistent thing in your life that you can do is go to the gym so i was like why don't you you know make a career out of that so I got my personal trainer certificate and yeah. I passed out with flying colors. And funnily enough, I didn't even need to study in that because I, I knew it all so much. I would learn about fitness and training and nutrition in my spare time. So I was like, again, you know, I wasn't stupid. I wasn't a failure. I was just not doing what I was passionate about and doing what fulfills me, yeah. which was fitness and training and nutrition. So I started learning about that and you know, I got really into it. And then I started out on Facebook, actually, like before YouTube. This is when Facebook was like really organic reach. Yeah. And like, you know, you could put a Facebook post out and it would get like hundreds, if not thousands of likes. And it was really good. So I started out on Facebook and I started writing articles uh, as statuses. Yes. You know, instead of starting a website and a blog, I was like, I'll just start a Facebook page. So I started writing articles as statuses, putting out loads of information, informative posts. People would tag their friends underneath the post and be like, hey, did you know this? Did you know that? And then people would start messaging me like, hey, can you put me together a plan? Can you give me some advice on this? And I would just do it all for free. I'd be like, oh, man, you want to do this? You know, this is what you want to be eating for a day? You know, this and that. And then they'd come back to me with these killer results. I'm like, fuck, that that makes me feel amazing. And they're like, oh, man, I started hitting the gym and, you know, being really consistent. 
And I was like, oh my God, this makes me feel all warm and fuzzy on the inside. <laughs> so I was like, okay, this is the path I'm going to go down. I'm going to keep putting out online fitness content and this one I'm going to make a living off. And that was in 2014. And so, yeah, you know, a long time ago now, but still feel like we're just getting started really. So that's it. I mean, that's just an amazing story in itself. Oh, that, mean, that's not even the tip of the iceberg. No, I know. I can yeah. just imagine that's only yeah. the tip of the iceberg. But yeah. for me, it's just to listen to you there in regards to creating content um, and actually giving it to people for free because most of the people in the fitness industry, most people that I come across within the fitness industry, we had this discussion prior to coming uh, on air in regards to most people are tracing the dollar, tracing the pound, no, tracing yeah. the euro. Wherever you are in the world, they're just tracing the money. Yeah. So... You talked about giving information for free. Yes. Wow, that's phenomenal. Yeah. So, you know, that gave you a massive uh, sense of fulfillment for giving people information, your knowledge that you you actually had, you actually shared it with people for free, and that empowered you to make sure to see that you were getting fulfillment from what you was doing. Um, which is not only empowering you, but empowering others, because you were seeing that the information you were giving to people, people actually benefiting from it. Yeah. So... Reality is, just explain to people in regards to like that kind of phrase that we use, jab, jab, hook, that, yeah, you know, Gary Vinochet yeah. uses quite a lot. Explain to people what, what, that, how they can actually utilize that in this modern day social media platform yeah. to actually become more successful within their kind of social media or their business. Explain that because we explained, yeah. we, we discussed that offline, off, off air, shall I say, before we came on air. Just discuss it briefly. Because I think that's an interesting topic in itself. Absolutely. So I, I don't know what's gotten into everyone recently. I think we're all entitled or some shit. <laughs> or I don't know what's going on, but I get messages, okay? So many DMs and people are like, how do I get sponsored? And I'm like, I look on their page and I'm like, what are you talking about getting sponsored? You've literally done fuck up. I'm like, why should you get sponsored? How dare you? Yeah. You know, I'm like, start putting out good shit and helping people out. I didn't make any money off social media for the first fucking years yeah. you know like i was putting i was writing these articles yeah then i got on youtube go onto my my youtube channel click videos click oldest to newest instead of newest to oldest and you yeah. can see the videos i was making five years ago there's no ads yeah. there's no fancy cameras it's just me sitting out sitting on my couch giving out information for the first i don't know how many videos they're still there i've never deleted a video okay yeah. they're done on an iphone 5 they're extremely crude but that is where i started okay giving out information for free Right, you just hit a nail on the yeah. head there for me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Look at the setup we've got here. Look mm. at the setup we've got here. It's a phenomenal setup, right? Yeah, I love it. People, people want the best straight away. You said that the first videos that you started doing were from an iPhone 5. Yes. Please explain to people that utilize that what you have available at your disposal first before actually moving on to actually looking at getting a big setup because everyone's saying I'm not ready yet I'm not ready to put out videos yet because I haven't got that amazing cameras that we've got here you know we've got how many cameras have we got set up here three cameras yeah you know and this all set up but what I'm saying is that just give some information say utilize what you've got at your disposal first to create the, the content that you want to put out because that's what you did yeah you said an iPhone 5 so please break that down for absolutely. people absolutely so so content and information is always number one and some people, this is the way I look at it even, like nowadays, some people actually prefer watching videos that are done on a phone because it seems more relatable and it seems like you're personally sending it to them. Yeah. Okay. So it's like, not only do you not need an amazing camera setup, yeah, it's great to evolve into that, 
but you do not need that. And people just want content and information and to, to know how to do something or to learn or to benefit from it in any way. So you know, so many people are waiting for the perfect camera setup, the perfect YouTube intro. Mm -hmm. Oh, I just need to download this editing software. It's like, no, pick up your phone and just get started. <laughs> like I had an iPhone 5. You <laughs> motherfuckers have iPhone 11 Pro Max now. Mm. Like I vlog with a Pro Max now. Yeah. Like I, when I'm on holidays or something, I'll have the iPhone 11 Pro, which is like now the current iPhone. Yeah. So like I was doing it back when it was just iPhone 5. So no one has excuses now. It's like the shit shoots in. 4K, 1080 frames, 120. Like it's just, it's just crazy. So you know, people are just looking for excuses on why to hold off putting out content, and they're actually forgetting what it's all about, which yeah. is actually putting out the information and the content that benefits people. So you know, it's not about the gun you have; it's about the bullets you load it with. Exactly, so exactly. Now that's an interesting thing because I wanted to touch on that because for me as well, I have to say that going back a little step. I have to share a little story to say that I was one of those people that I was comparing myself a lot of the time to the likes of the Simeon Pandas, to yeah. the likes of the Ulysses, to the likes of the Roger Snipes. Yeah. To, to, these are all my friends. These are people that I know very well. And I was looking at their content they were putting out and I was thinking my contents weren't good enough to yeah. put out in comparison to them because not because I didn't have the knowledge. I just felt, oh, I can't put this knowledge. I can't yeah. put this video out because I haven't got the perfect camera setup. I had to wait till I get my, my Sony A7 before yeah. I start putting out videos. And, you know, to look at it, I could have been putting out content way before that, oh, yeah. just by using an iPhone. You know, the, the, the video recording that we're gonna get from an iPhone these day and age are sufficient enough to put out. Because reality is, it's the information. Yeah. It's the information. No one else has put you what no, cameras filmed Exactly, out. it's the information that you're putting out, that you're giving people knowledge on, training on diets on on everything that you know as an individual that you've benefited from for many years to put out there to help people um you know and I, that's so important and i really wanted to share that story because i felt like i was getting left behind yeah. in comparison to the rest of my peers because you know i spent too much of my times comparing myself to people did you ever compare yourself to anyone when you was coming up in the fitness in the I, fitness I, world? So I have a quote. I don't know if I invented this quote. I, actually, you know what? I definitely didn't. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of people will tweet me or comment. They're like, Rob, I saw you say this in a few videos and I really like it. And it's don't compare your chapter one, someone else's chapter 10. I definitely didn't invent that, but yeah. I, I say it a lot. Okay. And I think it's so important. And thankfully I never did that. It's just not my style. And I was just, when I started off, I was just happy to be making videos and happy to be putting out content. Like, was if if a hundred people watched, I'd be like, oh my God, a hundred people. I was like, imagine you put a hundred people in a room. That shit would be packed. <laughs> so I was like, no, and now there's videos like with 8 million views yeah. on my channel. So, but like, I just didn't care about that. I just focused on myself. So definitely look at what other people are doing and get motivation from it take a good example from whoever who's killing it and be like, yes, love it, you know, this guy's killing it. But don't get jealous, insecure, or don't feel bad about where you're at. There's no timeline in life and there's no, you know, you have to do this by 25, you have to do this by 26, you have to have 100,000 subscribers in your first year. No, like that's just, there's no timeline, there's no markers that if you don't achieve something by a certain date that you're fucking gone. Yeah. No, do your own thing, love what you do and stay in your own lane, you know, and that's it. You know, one of the things I have to say is even just talking to you right now is you're very passionate 
Yeah, you yeah. Got, you come to the uh, when you walked into the room, the room lit up. Yeah, it was yeah. like the energy you brought in with you was just like, "What's up, yeah, Robert? Like, three cameras? <laughs> oh, let's go! You know I'm mean? bringing triple the energy there. You know what I mean, yeah. the, the room lit up, and I love yeah. the energy because your energy that you bring in is just it's it's it's, it's phenomenal. Like, yeah, honestly, like I'm not just bro. saying that. Yeah. It's phenomenal energy that you have, and reality is that the, the fundamental show to me is about showing people of all walks of background. Successful people like yourself, because in my eyes, you're very successful at what you do. I want to try and get something for our listeners and viewers to give them the blueprint they can utilize in their own yeah. life. So for those that are starting off, we've discussed the actual film of the camera that you've got. Yeah, whatever worried. phone you've got, film of that. Yeah. You know, I love your videos. Like I said to you before we started, I watched your videos from start to finish. Yeah. The reason that I was gripped by your video is that the knowledge that you presented and the information that you presented during that video was very informative. Not only was it very simple, yeah. but very, very educational and very informative. So I know that you do a lot of research prior to posting your videos. Yes, for sure. Yeah. So just talk to me about the research that you do. You yeah. do a lot of references as well in some of your videos. Yeah. I've watched some of your videos where you reference things that are back in the days and yeah. like people that have done things. And I'm like, where did you get all the information from? Yeah. Speak to me about that. It's so funny. Like when I was in school and like I was doing exams and shit, I couldn't remember anything. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't give you, you know, a, a historical reference for the life of me mm. or anything. But when it comes to like fitness and training and, you know, even like content creation and marketing, mm. I'd be like that because I, I love doing it, you know? So this is probably my best advice for, you know, making videos or public speaking or put a putting out content is talk about what you know. Yes. You know, so then it's like when I step on stage to do a talk, not yeah. competing with yeah. later, when I step on stage, I've done a lot of public speaking. I never planned them. Never. Yeah. Like, cause, cause if I make a script that I have to stick to, then there's more chance of me messing up. Yeah. But if I don't have a script, then I can mess up. Yeah. So it's like, you go on freestyle and you speak about what you know and what you've pretty much learned off. And if you're speaking about what you know, then, you know, you don't have to really remember what to say. You don't have marks to hit. So, yeah, speak about what you're passionate about and what you know and let that energy come out because we have such a short attention span nowadays. Yeah. You know, people are watching four second stories and they, they can't even make it to 15 <laughs> seconds. They're like, tap, 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 going past. So I'm like, we have such a short attention span that you need to be keeping people's attention. You need to be putting out so much energy and waving your hands like a madman. Yeah. Because, you know, you, you need to keep them on board and make things in your editing, yeah. make things snappy as well. So there are like two very basic tips I have is speak about what you know yeah. and also bring in a lot of energy as well and keep people engaged. That's very good. I mean, yeah. keeping people engaged is very key. Yeah. Like you say, we have very, as human, very short attention span. Yes. So... You know, if people can't even watch a 15 second story, how are they going to watch a four minute video? No, my 26 minute video. That yeah. was the whiteboard oh, no. video. It was 26 minutes long. I yeah, love the yeah. whiteboard video. Yeah. The whiteboard video yeah. we're going to go on to in a minute because, yeah. you know, you have got an amazing physique yeah. and you've done quite a lot of stuff, a lot of research, a lot of training, a lot of diets, and you've competed several times. Yeah. Um, you know, 
Talk to us about this whiteboard. Why do yeah. you use a whiteboard? Why do you break it down on a whiteboard? What does that give you visually? It, Talk to uh, me about that. It just makes me look smart. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was thinking about putting on some glasses, you know, and maybe like a shirt, but then I was like, nah, that's overkill. Yeah. But yeah, so whiteboard again. Um, so it's just visually, I speak on my hands, so yeah. it's good to be able to just have something behind you. Too. Yeah, and, and again, keep people's attention. Yeah. And it's kind of like engaging. It's kind of like a fun thing to do and it's also personally hilarious to me yeah. because I was so bad in school yeah. and now I'm like if only my principal could see me now yeah, I'm like I'm, I'm a teacher I'm a teacher now so yeah you know yeah. whiteboard vids I want to be doing loads more of them throughout this prep so yeah we're on like day 14 out of 90 now uh, so yeah I'm going to try to do like a whiteboard video a week and, and they're a great thing I, I tell you what right, I'm not going to lie to you I took screenshots of your whiteboard video yeah I, I'm not going to lie they, <laughs> were, they, nice. were, they were phenomenal like yeah. they were so simple yeah that I, I've got the screenshots still in my phone and I will oh. show you when we finish <laughs> uh, you know because I just felt that I'm a visual learner yeah you know, because of the fact that all my life I'm very similar to you I've never done well at school you know, I suffer from dyslexia. Oh, you know, yeah, I think me too. Yeah, you know, different <laughs> levels of dyslexia. Yeah. So I never really done well at school. So it took me, I never left school with many grades. You know, I, I literally went to school. You know, I, I don't even think I'm going back now. I'm doing my English GCSE. Ah, nice. <laughs> Just to kind of be better, uh, uh, you know, in my new posting yeah. and my new job. The um, <laughs> you know, the GCSE, unbelievable. I didn't even get, I think I got like, like a, I think a D or an E or something. Yeah. I can't even remember, but it's something that I want to try and improve on, uh, on my, uh, on my written English. Yeah. Uh, but it's just that something that's held me back for many years, but going back one step and just talking about all of the stuff that you're doing, visual learning to me, people learn differently. People learn audible, or, or people are audible learners, yeah. which are really good. People can listen to something and remember it. Yeah. People can read information and remember it. Yeah. And people can actually look at information and remember it. So the whiteboard videos that you're doing, I, I would say throughout your prep, please keep them keep them yeah, up yeah. because the one advice I can give you is the way you break it down um, from week, well, well, I'll say week to week and month to month. It's so simple. And the phrase that you use, if it isn't broken, why fix it? Yeah. I love that. But I think the information that you're putting out are so, so good. I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass, honestly. Yeah. I think that for someone like myself, I've been in the industry for many years. I've been training for 28 years. Um, the knowledge that you have is phenomenal. The information that you're putting out is phenomenal. Look, you know, I've been competing now for like five years. You yeah. Know? I've won numerous titles. I see all the trophies. They're, they're right there. Insane. The trophies are right there, but they're yeah. doing nothing but gathering dust. <laughs> so what I, like I was saying to you at the beginning of the, before we started our, uh, the fundamental show was like, the trophies are just there gathering dust. What does it really mean, those trophies to me? Reality is, it means that I set myself in a, a, a gold and I achieved it which was really good because it, it reinstates to me as a person that no matter what I want to achieve in my life, as long as I'm willing to set that goal and put yeah. the working principle in act to do what I need to achieve, it's very important for me to actually carry on doing that. Yeah. Um, so you are going to be stepping on stage very soon competing. Yes. Right? This is one of the four, one of the things that I, I watched in regards, to, in regards to the whiteboard post that you did. Speak to us about why you're competing and what you're going to be doing. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm doing a men's physique show in yeah. Body Power. So the previous um, preps I've done is the first one I did was would have been in maybe 2015 around that. And it was my first one ever. It was ORI BBF 
which is like Irish, Republic of Irish Bodybuilding Fed- Federation. So it's kind of like IFBB. Yeah. And I came dead last in that. I remember some of my main takeaways that I learned in that one was I didn't take it seriously enough, like from the get go. Like yeah. you've got 12 weeks, you, you, you're you 100% from week 12. Yeah. You're not like, ah, you know, week four, I'll pick up the pace a little bit. It's like, no, you're sticking to things from week 12 right to week one. Yeah. Um, so that's what I learned the most there. And then I also learned a lot with peak week. I was like listening to so many other people's opinions mm. and do this, do that, manipulate your water and all this. And it's like, I end up just stressing out and yeah. just doing a load of fucking shit that doesn't really matter. And mm. it's like me, myself and a lot of people, it's like, you think that one week is going to matter versus the 12 weeks before it. It's like, no, look Not, at the bigger picture. Yeah. And then, so the second year I was you know, super serious from the get-go, got like mad shredded. Like I'm talking like there's a vein running from my waist all the way up to my chest. <laughs> like if, you're, if your abs aren't vascular, you're not ready to step on stage. So I got fully conditioned for that. And my peak week, I did hardly anything. Like yeah. I had a little car shows on Saturday. I had like a refeed carb up on Tuesday yeah. to see how I looked. Yeah. And again, I filled out nicely. And then I had another small one on Friday. And then on day to show, I was looking great. I was looking full, really lean. And I get bloated quite easily. Yeah. And it's all about keeping the waist small. So just during during that day, I was on at 2 p.m. So I woke up and I would just have like dark chocolate, a few jellies, just, you know, not a big, huge chicken and rice meal no. or salad. Like that would bloat me loads. Just really light snacks. Like, you know, no meal beforehand pretty much and stepped on stage and got first. Oh, wow. So yeah, that, that was amazing. And then uh, in the overall, I think it was like, third or fourth or something and um, so I was delighted with that and this is like there's not many physique shows in Ireland or there wasn't at the time it's more popular now yeah uh, so it was a really high standard and I was delighted with it and um so yeah that was late 2016 so now it's been like just around three years since I've stepped on stage and I'm really excited to go back to it and punish myself a little bit punish for a while. Yourself. Yeah, we all want to put, punish ourselves we it all love that little bit people don't realize yeah. that but you know just going back a step yeah. from what you said there that you know, when you started your prep, what a lot of people don't understand is it's like anything in life. Like, how can you start something and you think, okay, I will improve later on to get what I want to achieve? No. It no. doesn't work that way, does it? No, no. It's like anything that you start, you've got to start as you aim to finish. Yeah. So you start with a with a, with a focus in mind of what you want to achieve. So for, for me, every time I start a prep for a competition, my focus has always been I want to be the best version of myself yeah not really focusing on the competition who i've got to beat yes the competition yeah exactly so focusing and solely being the best version of myself so looking at previous competitions that i've done and what i need to improve on what area that i need to improve on so i love the fact that you said that the focal point was from day one yeah you said people don't understand day one that was the focal point 90 day focus yeah, exactly and i love that as well this is going to tell you that i watched the video from start to finish <laughs> that you said during the video you don't drink for the 90 days yeah and this is something that i'm very 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 disciplined about and i'm very yeah. very impressed that you're implementing the same things so just talk about why you don't drink any alcohol for the 90 days during your prep and what why you make that decision what what it actually does for the body not consuming alcohol yeah for sure this is actually something that i'm quite passionate about because as an irishman yeah there's a huge drinking culture in ireland like it's actually it's, it's terrible really yeah. you know it's, it's really bad and i if i like go out on saturday even just have a few drinks i'm not only am i feeling the next day i'm feeling till like 
I'm I'm not hung over on Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. I'm not 100%. No. You know, you've got like a bit of brain fog. You're kind of anxious a little bit. Never mind if you go like proper hard on Saturday, then I'm done for the week. Yeah. Uh, but even, you know, a few drinks affects me personally. And I think it affects a lot of people too. And there is a big also kind of Irish culture about, you know, you go out, you get waste on the weekend and then recover during the week. So I think it just takes up so much time. And not only that, I'm doing a whole series alongside this prep. So yeah. I just don't have the time to be hungover. I'm not anti-alcohol. You know, once I'm done this prep, I'll go back to, you know, just having a few drinks on the weekend. But yeah. right now I'm just like giving it 100%. And I think, you know, a lot of time people are like, oh, this, this is my priority. You know, I really want to do this. And it's like, uh, you don't want it as much as you want to go out and party on the weekend, you know? So that, that it's kind of like just a way to say like how serious I'm taking things. And again, it is a big Irish culture that, you know, we, as a nation, we're, we're very bad at, you know, there's a, there's a big peer pressure to drink. Like if you go out sober, everyone's like, why should you throw a piss off? You? What's wrong with you? <laughs> you're, all right, you're pregnant, are you? You know, so, so that's how I'm doing it. And I'm loving it, really. There's been times in my life where I'll square off a couple of months to not go out, not go out not drink and I get so much done yeah so yeah it's yeah, great yeah, you, yeah. like like you, you know I love a whiskey sour oh bro, bro I'm having one the second I'm the done second, the second yeah, you're yeah. done I love yeah. a whiskey sour yeah. for me even uh, you know old fashioned oh, great you know, one, great you know one. I'm a whiskey drinker myself yeah, so yeah. I understand what you're saying but yeah. you know one of the things I always say is that just go back a step of what you said there a lot of people say they want something but reality is, they don't really, they don't really want it. Yeah. Because reality is, when you really want something, you'd be willing to make all the necessary sacrifices yeah. that you need to make to achieve what you want to achieve. Yeah. You know? So, uh, yeah, I actually, so to go in on that, I remember in 2014, when I just started my YouTube channel, 2014, 15, and 16, I went out maybe a handful of times a year. Yeah. Because I was like, I was bro broke, you know, I had mm. no money as a student. Like, yeah working in retail mm. and so i had no money to go out and i was like i need to get this youtube channel off the ground i need to you know make an impact in the fitness industry i need to do this i just don't have the time to be hung over i'm not an alcoholic who needs to go sober i just yeah. don't have time yeah you know, i don't have the time so i was like i was prioritizing that and at the time my friends were like oh come out in the weekend come on do this do that and you know they weren't trying to like de derail me or anything mm. but they're all this and i was like sorry guys i just need to do the do this and it really paid off. And there's going to be a period of time in everyone's life where they just need to square off yeah. and just concentrate and focus. And so many people, if they just put aside six months yeah. of hardcore alignment and hardcore focus, they could get what they've do done in five years. Like exactly. seriously, they could get five years ahead in six months if you just hardcore alignment and focus. I love that. I love that. Five years ahead in yeah. six months. Who yeah. wouldn't want to be five years ahead in six months? Seriously. So for me is... Another thing as well is that we are giving you the blueprint on yes. this fundamental show because you're going to get five years ahead in six months. right now, baby. <laughs> so yeah. for me, no, no better way to speak to people that have already done that because yeah. you made sacrifices for almost two years. Yeah, not, yeah. Not socializing because of the fact that you was low in cash. You wanted to get the YouTube channel off the ground. Yeah. Um, I was on the grind. You, you was on the grind, exactly. Yeah. So you was yeah. on the grind. So people don't see that, okay? No. Another thing as well, people don't see the sacrifices that you made because at the end of the day, all they see is your success and they want to be in your position without having to do all the work that you did. Yeah. So it's important to the listeners and viewers out there that you didn't just get there overnight. No, no, no. You didn't oh, get God, to where you no. are today overnight. Um, yeah. You didn't get to being the 
the person you are today and then having the knowledge that you have today overnight, you made the necessary sacrifices, you focused in on the goals that you wanted to achieve and you got there. Yeah. If you're willing to make the sacrifices that you need to make to achieve the objectives, you will achieve the objectives. So the sacrifices that you have made for me is just a, a lesson even for myself to listen to because, um, you know, I'm looking now, I'm building, you know, my social media profile. Yeah. I'm doing my podcast, my fundamental shows. I'm doing so much, but the fact is that I'm just focusing on what I love. Yeah. I'm focusing on what I enjoy doing, talking to people like yourself, like-minded individuals, because I want to pick your brains to give the information to people out there. Because for me, the fun of what I find fulfilling and where I get f f uh, fulfillment from is helping others. Yeah. Uh, from an early age, I've always looked at all the jobs that I've done and I look at it like from 16 years old working a pizza delivery, delivering yeah. pizzas. I was just about to ask, like, <laughs> some of these jobs. I'm 16, like, yeah. From 16 years old delivering yeah. pizzas, well, I was helping someone there because they were hungry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. Probably good at it. Delivering food, delivering pizzas. Yeah. Then I my second job, I moved my on. My pizza gets delivered. Yeah. I'm like, I love you. Yeah, exactly. I look at the delivery yeah. man with pure love tits, in my eyes. Tits, tits. Yeah, you yeah. Know, you know, that's why pizza is still one of my favorite cheap meals. Oh, same. It's my yeah. yeah, so, so and then I went on to my second job. I worked in the leisure centre. Um, a lifeguard and then and became a personal trainer uh, when I was 18. But um, I joined the London Fire Service uh, when I was, um, what, 19, 20. Yeah. I joined London Fire, uh, Fire Service. Um, and it's something that I've always wanted to do because a friend of mine joined the Fire Service uh, in 1998. Um, I was 18 at the time. He was 19. And I was like, wow, I thought you needed qualifications to get in the fire brigade. Yeah. Going back one step, I left school with no qualification. Uh, Absolutely. Like, I, I felt like I was, like, literally, like, I was a waste to society in the sense that I didn't know what I was doing. I was lost in my life. I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know if I was turning left or right. I was pretending to have more money than I actually had yeah. by going out with friends. <laughs> flexing. Flexing, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Flexing to attract yeah. the ladies, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Well, you know, guilty, fucking yeah. tables, not really having much to, you know, oh. more money to play, to play with, you know, and just being carried by your friends. Yeah, You know, yeah. my friends were full of wrongs anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so they had a lot of, you know, free cash. But, um, yeah. you know, going back to that, it's just, I wasn't, being a, a true version of myself, yeah. you know, I, I, I was just being something, walking through life a little bit lost, not being a true version of myself. And I think doing what I'm doing now, I'm being the person I am now, is an authentic version of myself. So just talk about with you how important it is to be authentic on social media. Because one of the things I said to you is when I met you, I knew you were already. Yeah. I knew about you. I've watched numerous videos that you post on YouTube. You know, I'll compare you to the likes of Simeon, Simeon Panda, Ulysses, Roger Snipes. I compare you to a lot of those people because they're big on YouTube, they're big on social media, yeah. they they have a, 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 a present on social media, so I'll compare you to that. But the Rob that I met in person was way better <laughs> than the Rob that I knew on social media. Yeah. So I just want you to talk to, to the listeners and viewers out there how important it is to be an authentic version of yourself and to be actually better than the person you are on social media yeah. and you are in person. Just talk about that, yeah, really. Because we talked such based on that prior yeah. to actually starting. So there, there's like people that I've like looked up to in the past on social media and then I'd meet them in person at like an expo or even just an event. And I'm like, oh man, these people suck. Yeah. I'm like, if, I feel like Santa's not real. Yes. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm like, what? Like they're bad manners. They, didn't know, they don't care about you and you know, they don't, 
put any effort back into you and it's really disappointing because like i i started off as a fanboy in the fitness industry yeah you know i would look up to loads of people and i'd be like oh my god this is what i want to be doing and then like some people that you'd meet they're just like you know like rude or no energy yeah. don't care i'm like oh, i never want to be like that and so now when i meet people um again who've watched my stuff online or i meet them at an expo i give them 100 percent because i'm like i never want to be that person that's a dick in real life it's just from experience i'm like it just sucks yeah so i'm like at an expo i'm always like you know be sure to, when you meet someone ask what's your name you know what do you do you know how are you doing today you enjoying your weekend you know, give some effort yeah and, and, and do that with anyone you yes. know and and it's just gonna it's just a much better way to be and i call it also the the whatsapp theory yeah is that if you know you're nice someone just in person they're gonna go off and say that into what hey i met rob today he's super cool and they're gonna screenshot that in their whatsapp group and send it to the other whatsapp group mm. and it's gonna go around so it's like you know if you're gonna go around being a dick to everyone you're gonna get a bad reputation and word travels fast in the age of social media so be nice be kind put out good energy and you know live up to who you claim to be online um it's, it's just like yeah, for me, it's just the way to be. It's like a no-brainer. No, it's a no-brainer for me as well. I always say no matter where you are in the world, no matter who stops you, no matter what I'm doing, you know, yeah. one of the things as well is that, you know, when I'm in the gym and I'm training, I you know, when people see me, they're like, yeah. stay away from that guy. Yeah, yeah. He's a man of the mission. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm the complete opposite. I know, yeah. You know, yeah. You're a gentle what, giant. Yeah, of what people <laughs> might have a perception yeah. of you of how you're going to conduct yourself or yeah. behave. And I think it's so important and authenticity is something that I think is lost in today's social media because, yeah. oh. you know, it's causing a lot of depression for adults, yeah, kids of today, mm -hmm. because when you look at social media as a whole, you know, I will always say this, social media is the highlights of everybody's life. Exactly. You don't see any... How many times we take a selfie to post on Instagram? Yeah, yeah. A <laughs> hundred. And you choose one. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. you might take 10 photos, yeah. but only pick one. Yeah. And some of those photos as well, you might touch up a little bit. Yeah. You know, just to make the light a yeah, little bring bit Bring down better. the shadows, yeah. look at that contrast. Yeah. So it's just trying to get this message out to the young listeners or young yeah. viewers out there is to be like, don't get stressed out and don't be put under pressure by your peers and don't try and pretend that you're something that you're not because the sustainability of being non-authentic, non, non so being fake version of yourself, yeah. it's not sustainable. Oh, you know, it, you're it's like get... imagine someone told you you have to be act every day. That's it. That's like so hard. It is really hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, that's like stressful. And it's like, I like what you said about sustainability as well. Mm. And that kind of ties into integrity and playing the long game versus the short game, which you've probably heard before. And it's like, let's say short game, uh, some bullshit product comes up to me, you know, some skinny tea in there, like, oh, I'll give you five Gs to mm. promote this thing online. And I'm like, okay, you can make a quick buck and lose all your integrity. Cool, that's short game. Or I can play the long game and, you know, only promote products I believe in, keep my integrity, only promote stuff that I would genuinely use myself, mm. and then and put out loads of free content, informative content, benefit people and then when you do launch your own product or a brand sponsorship that comes along that you really like it's gonna go off and you might make 20 grand from it you know mm. so playing the long game versus the short game having integrity and sustainability that's how you be successful on social media and that's how you, you make a long career out of this and yes. a long living out of this so you know 
treat your followers like they're your friends is, is what I always say and have some integrity and you know don't just promote whatever bullshit comes your way. I love it. I love it. Well, that's what we're going to touch on next. The next topic is for those listeners and those viewers out there who are maybe young athletes and they're looking to get sponsorship. You know, I've worked with new responses over the years. And um, for me, I love what you touched on earlier, that people just don't put out content that's going to be beneficial for the audience. But yet all they're thinking about is me, 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 me. Yeah. How do I get forward in life but yet i'm not helping others yeah you know you got to look at it now that there's so many opportunities for brands to promote to give sponsorship contracts to actual people that are putting out great content um that are giving the viewers and listeners things to actually benefit them and then if they're going to get a clothing like gym shop for example sponsored yeah. them they're creating content in the yeah. gym all the time wearing wearing the clothing so people yeah. are going to look at that and they're going to want to buy into that. Yeah. So let's break down sponsorship for the listeners out there, for, for the sure. young listeners. Let's just break it down because we touched on it topic briefly yeah. during this um, show. And I want you just to break it down to say, look, I'm a young athlete out there and I want to get um, I want to get uh, a sponsorship contract. Yeah. How do I go about getting a sponsorship contract? Right. So you got to put yourself in the company's shoes first and say, you know, why would they want to sponsor me? Okay. And that's to make revenue for the company. It's yeah. to make sales, to make money. You know, yeah. that, that's how a company works. It's yeah. not evil no. or it's not sinister. That's how a company works. So you say, right, how can I make, um, how do I make money for this company? And how do I be a good ambassador and drive sales their way? So again, you got to be someone that people believe, respect, and look up to uh, in your industry. This could be makeup, this could be fitness, this mm. could be gaming, because you know there's sponsorships in lit literally every anything, industry, anything. sports, rugby player, anything. So it's like you know, with rugby, you you want to be a good rugby player. With makeup, you got to be a good makeup artist. With gaming, you got to be a good gamer. With fitness, you got to be a good you know instructor, a good mm. fitness trainer. You got to put out good content there. And, and be beneficial and build that online audience and an online audience that trusts you and believes what you put out. So that's why it ties back into what I said about integrity. It's very important. So once you build the audience yeah. and the integrity by putting out, you know, again, stuff that gets people to follow you, that helps people out and, you know, stuff that's also like stand out and it looks good as well. But I think that's kind of obvious to say, like, obviously you want to have a nice feed and everything. You want quality. Um, but after you do that, um, then start reaching out to brands that you really like yourself and that you'd actually buy. Like I'm, I'm sponsored by Alfleet. I used to buy Alfleet. You Amazing. know, yeah, and Amazing. like we, but we've, you know, me and Christian Guzman, he's one of my best friends now. Yeah. He's the owner of Alfleet. Like we look back at like my first order history, like me purchasing it. Oh, you wow. know, so it's really funny to, to look at that. And, you know, so again, that's a brand that I always have worn and that I always wear. So it was just a very natural fit. Yeah. Um, so that's ba that's the basics, really, is build your audience first and then, you know, start putting out building integrity and start putting out content that helps people. And then you can bring in sponsors and stuff like that. But people are looking at sponsors. People are looking at backwards. They're mm -hmm. looking at getting sponsors first before all that. Building I love the yeah. way you said build your audience first yeah. because the, the whole- You gotta have, gotta have a following, yeah. you know? Like, uh, you know, followers do matter. You know, views do matter as yeah. much as you know, for sponsorships they do or else how people hear about the brand. Exactly. But the way you build up those followers and build up those views is by again putting out good content that people enjoy and i love and it, it and it actually doesn't 
always have to be like strictly informative. Like you can be a comedian, like you yes. can be funny. Like um, a few lads in one London do yes. really funny yes. skits. Poorly, Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the lads. Yeah. And like they do really funny skits and that's entertaining. So it doesn't have to be like strictly informative. Like, you know, you can just be insanely good looking. Yes. That brightens up someone's day. Yeah, you know? Exactly. Exactly. You know? Exactly. It, it, so it can be anything. It can be entertaining. It can be funny. It can be motivating. Like, you know, like who's, who's uh, the guy like that, that I always used to watch. Um, Eric Thomas. Oh, Eric Thomas. Yeah, Phenomenal. Eric Thomas OG. OG. Yeah, OG. Yeah. He's coming to London soon, I by the way. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. so it London can be motivating, 18. entertaining. It can be informative. Yeah. Uh, it can be anything, you know? So as long as you're putting that content out, that's how you build up your following. And then that's when sponsors will start coming in. And also probably the best way to do it is if you concentrate on growing, your personal brand so much, yeah. you won't even need to reach out to anyone and they'll, they'll come to you. Mm. I'll tell you what, we're going to go back a little step there because yeah. you talked about um, growing your own personal brand because, yeah. you know, a lot of people miss that step and they're just thinking, if I'm sponsored by this person, they're going to help grow me to no. be a better person. And that's the, 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 the social media profile that you have it's very attractive to many brands. Yeah. Because they know that if you put out a story, put out a video um, talking about their products, their sales are going to increase. Yeah. Because you have a core following. And that's one of the things as well is the core following is the foundation yeah. of your success. Yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, the as community in, you've built up. Yeah, the community much, yeah. that you've built that it, whatever you put out, will sell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because you, you know you're not going to pull, pull out bullshit, bullshit pretty yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, there, there's so much. It's I always see it mainly with like these people, like kind of reality TV people that, yeah. that put out, they kind of get like known overnight and they don't know like what to do with it mm. really. And they'll put out just the shittest products ever. Like, I think it's just, uh, I think a lot of people are attracted to the money, you know. Yeah. And one of the things to me is in regards to money is uh, we talked about this prior to coming on air. Um, to me, I look at it, money, people might, when I was growing up, I thought materialistic things showed success. And to buy those materialistic things, you needed money. Yeah. But to me, if we go back a step now, I look at myself now, success without fulfillment is ultimate failure. Yeah. In my eyes. Because no matter how successful I become, if I don't have fulfillment in what I'm doing, I feel like I failed. And I feel like getting you, sitting down with you, talking to you and passing on this blueprint for the listeners and viewers out yeah. there. Hopefully they can utilize some of the information that we're discussing and actually utilize it to actually benefit them to try and get sponsorship to better themselves and improve themselves as a social media influence, as an athlete. Yeah. You know, um, I love the way you say, build your brand first before you even think about approaching a, bron uh, a sponsor. Yeah. Start building your brand, start creating content that's gonna be useful for your, uh, for your uh, viewers. Don't worry. If you're getting minimal views or, you know, you said about 100 Yeah, views. yeah, at the start. Like, do you think, I love the analogy that yeah. you used. Imagine getting 100 people in a room. Yeah, yeah, that's sick. That's, that's a party. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's buzzing. Yeah, it's, I love it's, that. It's more than yeah. a party. Exactly. So uh, uh, that analogy itself is phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. You know, 100 views. Before, I look at 100 views, I'd be like, oh, God, yeah. only 100 people watch my videos? Yeah. But then when you look at the, the analogy that you used and saying, okay, Stop a second and imagine putting a hundred people in a room. Yeah. How busy that will look. It's packed. Exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, you know, and that's to me is just a great analogy to utilize by saying, okay, 
If you're putting out content and you're getting 100 views, 100 likes, but just imagine you put 100 people in a room. Just yeah. use that analogy yeah. and stop there for a second and look how successful your views exactly. or your post has been. Yeah, it's and like, it's like kind of like, yeah, sure, you know, always be looking to grow your audience. Yeah. Cool, okay, we know that, right? Obviously, you know, you want to be reaching as many people as possible. Got it. But it's like, don't, don't let that detract away from what you're currently doing or your current followers or your current view count, you know? Just mm. enjoy what you're doing. And I know so many people... Tra personal trainers especially they've got like let's say psh, i know a guy in particular i'm going to use this example i won't name names but he's got like 10k followers and i know he cleans up on his coaching i know he kills it makes yeah. lots of money because he puts out like really good information yeah. and he's got like just like 40 or 50 high paying clients who he gives so much attention and effort to so it's like people think you need a million followers to like make a living from it. it's like no i know people with 200,000 followers who are making less money than people with 10,000 followers because they're more knowledgeable, more into, and more kind of like, they put more effort into what they're doing. That's so it's not just about the follower and view count. Sure, you want to grow that, obviously, but it's not just about that and that there's a lot more that comes into it. I, I love and, that. And a little more one before we go on as well um, is, you know, when you first start out something, Obviously, it's going to be slow at the beginning. Can you just walk into fucking HSBC and be like, all right, I'd like to be the CEO? No. To be like, okay, all right, you walk into Microsoft and be like, hey, everyone, I'm here. I'd, <laughs> I'd like to be the new CEO. I'm going to be your CEO tomorrow, so I'd like to go straight to the top. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> Literally, everyone on social media, anything, whatever it may be, you start off at the bottom and you work your way to the top. So, you know, don't let the view count or the subscriber count demotivate you or anything understand that even mr olympia yeah. started at somewhere you know ec mr olympia or or a anthony joshua yeah. went into the boxing room for the first time you know everyone i i started zero subscribers yeah right everyone does something for the first time so don't let that detract you or demotivate you i love that i love yeah. that i love the analogy that you used there because that's that's clear to somebody you yeah. can't walk into an established company or established yeah. brand like microsoft and say by the way, Bill Gates, I'm going to be your new CEO yeah. today because of the fact that, you know, what experience do you have? What do you bring to the table? Yeah. What do you, you don't have the grind that you've got. You haven't climbed the ladder to get to the top. Exactly. You, you, Bill Gates would call security so fucking fast, <laughs> your head would spin. Seriously. You like, know, you've literally just got a lift up to the third floor. Yeah. Or sorry, to the top, sorry, to the top. you got a lift to the penthouse by yeah. climbing the stairs. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. You've you got haven't really, You haven't really climbed the stairs to get there. You don't belong yeah. there. You've literally got the lift there. Yeah. You're thinking that you're going to be CEO. That's a great yeah. analogy. So for me, just like going back to what we we're saying before is guys work on the people that you've got. If you've got a hundred thousand followers, if you've got 10 K followers, you use a, a comparison of someone, you know, that's got 10 K followers cleaning up with their coaching yep. versus someone with 250 K followers. Yeah. Who's not making as much money as them. Exactly. So focus, giving information to those that you have, the fans that you have, the followers yeah. that you have, because when you focus on the, on the, on the, on the, uh, on the core, in the, those that your your core followers and core kind of core supporters, I'll call them. Yeah. Give them good information. They're going to keep coming back. Yeah. They're going to recommend you. More people are going to see you and your views and your followers are going to grow slowly. Yeah. But that's great. So we've talked about sponsorship. One thing I can't go yeah. without hit talking me, about hit me and roll. Yeah. <laughs> is your author. Yes. You have, wrote, you have written numerous 
books. Yeah. I, you know, I remember watching your video, the whiteboard video, and it was like, I wrote a book about this. Yeah. Oh, I've also wrote a book about this. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've also wrote a book about yeah, this. Yeah. Talk to us about how you've managed to write so many books and yeah. so many, and actually physical books as well. Yeah. Some of these stuff. They're not e-books, they're physical books that you've written. Yeah. Talk to us about that. So, uh, yeah, I've written many guides and e-books, and I've got one physical book as well. Yeah. And when I released it, it was number one best-selling book in Ireland, which is insane, as published by Penguin as well, oh, which they're, they're meant to be good. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. And so, so that was shocking for me because, again, I was the worst in my year in school, like, literally ranked at the very bottom of my mm. test results so the fact that i've like <laughs> i've written a book everyone's probably looking at, at me like didn't even know he could read <laughs> you know i'm like i thought you were illiterate <laughs> anyways so like because i was so bad in school but so i did that and so again one thing that i was good at in school was art and english so creative so you know again use kind of look at what you're good at and play to your strengths a little bit and double down on your strengths. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm good at writing. You know, I'm quite creative. Uh, I'm obviously obsessed with fitness. Mm. Um, so it actually came easy to me. And again, in terms of business as well, this is one of the most profitable things I've ever done. Ebooks, not physical book is more, there's not actually that much money in physical books, more online business, but the physical book was very fulfilling for me yeah. to have. And again, you know, we go onto that fundamentals yeah. and everything. So it was very crazy for me to see that in the stores. But from a business perspective, the online guides and the eBooks are very profitable. And mm. um, so my eBook is like 30 euro. And it's like, um, I remember I did a 10, 20,000 calorie challenge. And then at the end of the video, I was like, all right, so obviously this video is just a challenge. It's a bit of a laugh. You know, I don't recommend eating like this. Like, drop some knowledge. Yeah. And then I was like, if you want to see how to really get results and, you know, how to diet and train, then hit my ebook, then description box, download that right now. And I remember when the video went like semi-viral, got like a thousand downloads straight away. Oh, wow. So that was like 30 Gs just <laughs> whacked into oh, my page. Wow. I was just like, what? So oh, that was wow. crazy. And so, and, and again, that's pure profit because it's like, you don't have to, whereas the physical books, like pay for storage, shipping, you know, mm. third parties, all this, but like ebook is you write it, you get a graphic designer for like whatever, couple of hundred bucks to, to make it look nice. Yeah. You have it on your website, linked to your PayPal or Stripe account and the money just direct 30, 30 quid boom. So that, that, that there's a lot of money in ebooks and guides. And again, how I wrote them is I just kind of like my whiteboard thing. Yeah. I just took every topic that I wish I knew about when I was, you know, just starting out yeah. and dissected it and made it easy to learn and simple to read. Because if you are truly knowledgeable about a topic, you can explain it to a beginner. Yes. So that's it. And so that's it. And that's how I wrote them. I just wrote out 30 chapters or topics that I wanted to, to kind of dissect, write about. I had the 30 there and each one I just write a few pages on that, boom. Next one, few pages in that, boom. And then that took me about, I'd say like three months for every, to get everything done. Yeah. And then, so yeah, and, and the ebooks are still going, still great. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. But you've got an ebook on yeah. everything. Yeah. Cardio. Yeah. Cardio is a, is a topic that's over discussed. And this is another thing I'm going to go back to, to, to actually show you that I actually watched that video from yeah. the start to finish. <laughs> Everyone talks about uh, low intensity, steady state cardio versus hit cardio. Yeah. And you just broke it down and say, do what's best for you. Yeah. If you're limited in time, don't kill yourself by actually going to do 45 minutes cardio. Yeah. Do hit if you can do hit. Smash it out. I love that. Yeah. Honestly, because 
it's it's a topic that's over discussed. It's over discussed. It's over discussed yeah, in so many ways way because I still get messages on cardio till today in regards to what cardio should I be doing? I'm like, look, you know, I've done hit in the past, but when I'm competing, I do low intensity steady state cardio because I'm trying to hold on to as much muscle as possible. Yeah. And that works better for me. And I've got the time to be able to do that. For but sure. If you're working a 12 hour day and you haven't got the time to commit to getting up at 5 a.m. because you've got to kind of help the wife or the kids because you want to stay happily married. Yes, yeah, that's important. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That's yeah, more cardio important. or marriage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cardio. Exactly, leave the yeah. wife at home with the kids, yeah, get the kids yeah. ready for school. Yeah. Mm, you're... I gotta get a six pack. No, no, <laughs> no. So you can minimize by doing cardio post-workout and doing like a, a quick 20 minutes or 15 minute hit session, which versus is a lot faster and you still get similar results from doing a low intensity cardio. So I just want to talk about the cardio breakdown. What's your breakdown on cardio? Because I know you spoke about it briefly on yeah. your whiteboard uh, presentation that you did, but yeah. talk to me about it, what your thoughts are. So again, ultimately it is down to personal preference and what you're actually going to do. Yeah. Like, you know, having a pl plan put in place is, is great, but most, and you probably know this from working with clients, like most people don't follow your plan. No. Like most, <laughs> most people don't, like the general population. Yeah. I know if you get an athlete who's, you know, a footballer or a boxer who's getting paid, they're a professional athlete or they're a professional bodybuilder. Cool. That's 0.1% of the population. Exactly. Yeah. Most people don't stick to your plan. No. And, and they're being forced to follow these ridiculous plans that, again, there's not even a hope of them sticking to. So you really want to make it as personalized as possible and make it as sustainable as possible so do whatever cardio that you're actually going to stick to yeah and then stick with that so it can be either hit or less a lot of that is going to depend on what you actually like and enjoy doing it's going to depend on your schedule like yeah. what you said what you can fit in and again you know how it affects your other training as well so i find hit kind of does take away from my weight training yeah uh, so i usually stick to less and I'll either go for a big long walk around London and yeah. I still feel like a tourist here. It's amazing. Yeah. I still feel like a tourist. Yeah, I know. It's so beautiful. Like, so oh, I'll go for a big long walk or I'll just uh, do some Stairmaster and listen to a podcast as mm. well. So that's my cardio. Very simplistic. I think in terms of body composition, that if you want to, you know, look like the physiques you see on Instagram, yeah. or you want to actually have muscle and a low body fat percentage, you need to concentrate on weight training yeah. and resistance training of some sort. And then cardio is kind of like, you know, the, the cherry on top to increase the deficit or to go along with your diet, you know. But I, I wouldn't say cardio is like a priority for my clients anyways. I know it is for yeah. some people's but no, for, for the people looking to achieve a certain look, I think you need to um, prioritize weight training. Yeah, I totally agree with you because if you weight train and utilize the correct methodology, I think it's like a cardio session more. Or less. Yeah, yeah, Correct yeah. If I'm wrong. No, 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 you're dead right. Like this is also a good analogy too. And this is another pro of less. Mm -hmm. Again, there's pros and cons to less and hit. But a real pro of less, it's like, okay, you've done your weight training. That's pretty much hit. Think about it, okay? Exactly. You do 10 reps, you fucking give it your all, or you're two, 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 okay? Mm. You've done that, and then you take 30 seconds or 60 seconds rest, and you do it again. Okay. That sounds a lot like HIIT. Exactly. So you're getting a lot of the benefits from HIIT in yeah. your weight training, if you're training hypertrophy style yeah. like me and you would, and then you can complement that with some less as well. Exactly. So you know, there's an argument to be made for less, and then people say, oh, well, HIIT is muscle sparing, you know, and this and that. So you can go back and forth all day, but it ultimately just comes down to what you're going to stick to, what you're going to enjoy. Exactly. So that's cardio. We broke that now. Weights, we've also broken down briefly. Yeah. Now nutrition. Yeah. I get tons of questions. Hardest one. Oh, tons of questions through my social media platform that 
oh, I'm eating so much, but yeah, I'm not putting on weight. And you actually broke it down, or I'm trying to cut, I'm not cutting fast enough. And you broke it down in a simple way that yeah. those people that say they're eating a lot, if they actually stop for a minute, and you said a week or so, track your macros, track yeah. your diet for one week. I bet you're not eating as much as you think you're eating. Yeah. Oh, God. And so, that's an interesting topic itself. So break that down for us, please. Right. I, um, this is a topic that like I go go in on, and it's like, you hear people say, they're like, I'm a hard gainer. And it's like, that doesn't actually exist. <laughs> like, th- that, that's like hard gainer. That's like saying you, you're like defying the laws of physics and that like calories don't matter to you. No, you just need to, you just have a small appetite. Yeah. You know, it's like, you just don't eat enough. No. You're not hard gainer. You just don't eat enough, okay? So, so many people, they do, or, oh, my metabolism's slow. It's like, no, you just eat too much. <laughs> so, like, oh, my genetics. It's like, no, you're just not doing it. Oh, you're, you're just not following the plan. <laughs> So it's like, oh, it's crazy. Like, so some, everyone just loves to find excuses. Um, but, you know, ultimately, if you want to gain weight, you will. There is a point where you will get into a surplus. Yes. If you want to lose weight, you will, you can get into a deficit. Okay. Yes. And that's it. And then you, you need to sustain that and be accountable to yourself. So it's as simple as that. You know, obviously that's very basic. Yeah. When you go in on it. But yeah, that's the fundamentals, really. Yeah, Again, the fundamentals. The fundamentals great, great name for the podcast. It is the that fundamentals ties in well. because it's the it, fundamentals because at the end of the yeah. day, it's the most important yeah. aspects of what you of want to achieve. Yeah. You want to achieve certain things, and the fundamentals are reality is if you really want it yeah you really got to be a geek yeah we all like need to be myself more and you yeah. you got to be accountable for everything that you do become a geek and it's so simple i love the way that you break things down and yeah. this is i'm so happy to have you on the on the show because i just think you break it down in a very similar way to i break it down and i just think if you keep everything simple yeah and you can stick to it and it's sustainable because if it's not sustainable, of course, what is the point following it? Yeah, you yeah. know, what is the point giving you a plan that I know that you're not going to follow? Then it's going to look bad on me as a coach. Yeah, or you're not going to be able to achieve your result. Then you're going to blame me because I haven't, you haven't achieved your results. Yeah. You've paid me to be your coach, but yet you haven't followed the plan. So it's all about accountability, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And again, you know, starting small, making small changes, and and adjusting over time, and you know, increasing your effort over time. So I said, you know, of course, like you'll be accountable, do the fucking work, you know. Yeah. But obviously, start small and take baby steps. Like if you throw and a completely um, a sedentary person who's never lifted a weight in their life, yeah, fucking Anthony Joshua's weights routine you know yeah. they're gonna crease themselves after a day they're, they're gonna give up after a day exactly but so you know maybe start off going for a walk yeah you know hey maybe like just start sticking to kind of eat, eat some more greens in your diet instead of saying some just track your macros away all the food straight away so you gotta start small and build up the things over time you still do need to be accountable but yeah you know building up to things over time is is really the way to, to do it and taking small steps but another one I, this is so funny the show is not on anymore go, go <laughs> this is what i say to people okay go on this is my favorite show even though it doesn't exist anymore go on to youtube and it was on e4 search secret eaters <laughs> it's as a coach i tell everyone who wants to get into you know online coaching or even in-person coaching is to go watch the show it's it's like a study really so it's basically it follows people who are like overweight and want to lose weight yeah and it follows them around with secret cameras they don't know they're being followed like they have detectives who like go into a bin (laughs) and see what they've eaten and it's eye-opening i know it's 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 an hilarious show yeah 
where I'm going. Oh, it's, it's a hilarious show, um, but it's eye-opening and very informative as well. And you can see how bad we are. So it goes both ways if you're underway. See how bad we are at monitoring our food intake. It's extremely interesting. And and as a coach, it will give you a huge eye-opener. So Secret Eaters. Secret like, Eaters, yeah. Go yeah. watch that Season on, one. On, on YouTube yeah. and have a look at it. But is yeah. there anything else that you want to discuss in regards to how you find fulfillment from everything that you've done in your life or anything that you've done. You talked about being a failure at school. Yep. I was a failure at school. Yep. I mean, my teachers ripped me off from the get-go. I yep. think they didn't give me the attention that I needed. Uh, you know, I didn't know at the time, but I suffered from dyslexia. What is it that you can give people the information to be like, what, you find fulfillment in all the things you've done within the fitness industry because of the fact that you love what you're doing? Yep. And how can they implement certain things into their life to find they may not be in love with fitness the way we are, but how can they find what they love? Because so certain people, I think I walked through life for a very long time lost. Yeah, me too. Yeah. You know, and how can we send a message out to those to kind of find your calling card? Because yeah. that's what it is. What is your calling card on this earth? What is it that we're here for? Because we're all here for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. So I always say like, Ask someone, what's the last thing that got you pumped up? Like, what's the last thing that gave you that feeling on the inside that made you be like, oh, I want, I want to do this all day. Like, I want to do this nonstop. And, you know, just, just think back to what that was yeah. and then go do that. You know, that could be playing chess. Yeah. could be playing badminton. could mm. be cleaning cars. Yeah. It could, could be anything. could be making YouTube videos. could be making podcasts. <laughs> could be joining the army. It could be anything, right? Whatever gets you pumped up and yeah. you're like, all right, I'd be cool to do this forever. You know, then, then do that, you know? And, and we all do have those things. Like, don't tell me, oh, I've never enjoyed doing something my whole life. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. you have, yeah. like, you know? So just think back to that and you can make a career and a living out of anything. Yeah. There are people opening up toys on YouTube and reviewing them and making millions of that. The world is fucking crazy. <laughs> it's the craziest thing that ever happened. The aliens are watching us just, like, fucking leave them at it. But the aliens were about to invade and then they're like, these guys are crazy. Yeah, They're like, we're back. So the 2020, the world, it's so crazy and you, you really can, like, make a living out of anything so i'd say you know think back what makes you really excited mm. and then go do that do you think when i started out i'd be like mom i want to uh, be an online personal trainer she's like what are you gonna be doing jumping jacks through skype <laughs> and i was like no i don't know trust me i got this she was like i have no idea what you're talking about but yeah. she's like it sounds absolutely crazy but go do it and look it worked out like, so that's it yeah it's fantastic but Let's wrap up this podcast by telling people how they can get hold of you. Yep. Uh, for those that don't know who you are, uh, Rob Lipset, he's a he's a phenomenal YouTuber, <laughs> phenomenal social media presence. But for those listeners out there that may not know of who you are, yep. how can they get hold of you? And they can follow your competition prep because you told me the video is yes. going live today. Oh, yeah, I'm going to go home and upload it now. Yeah, the video is going live today. Yeah, That's yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. So tell, tell them how they can get hold of you. Yeah, so if you go on YouTube, you search Rob Lipset, so R-O-B-L-I-P-S-E-T-T. -T. It's actually pronounced Lipset, but I just <laughs> say Lipset. Is, yeah. It's easier to kind of search up. And Instagram, at Rob Lipset as well. And then on Twitter as well. And then roblips.com for my book and online coaching as well. So yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, R-O-B-L-I-P-S-E-T-T -T across the board. Fantastic. I mean, it's a, it's a, a true honor to have you on uh, on the show. I, I couldn't say nothing other than wow. Wow. <laughs> You're a gent. No, honestly, I'm serious. I'm, my mind is like, 
blown away by the amount of knowledge that you have, but yeah. even more so, the energy. I wish that, that this energy can be actually measured that's in the yeah, room. Yeah, I'm like, it's 4 p.m. as well. You get me in the morning. You know, I'm like, your energy was phenomenal yeah. when you walked into the room. It was like yeah. something like, you just light up the room. Yeah. God, I can't believe it. But guys, if you haven't subscribed yet, hit the subscribe button and make sure you stay tuned. And also follow Wale Adesamoye on Instagram. Follow Wally Adesimoy on Twitter and on Facebook. But Rob, yeah. thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for being here. It's no a true honor to have you. Yeah. And the, all the description will be down in the comments column for you guys watching on YouTube. And for the listeners out there, W-O-L-E, Wally Adesimoy, A-D-E-S-E-M-O-Y-E throughout the social media platform. And English GCSEs. I know. Back. God bless you all. <laughs> and thank you all.